Good morning. Today's New Testament reading is from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. The passages can be found in your pew Bibles on either page 103 of the New Testament or on page 992, depending upon which version of pew Bible you have. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as of fire, appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear, each of us, in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrena, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. Confirmands. Do you remember how we practiced listening to a text from scripture? I invite you to do the same now. And I invite the congregation to do as the confirmands have learned to do. Listen now for a word or a phrase or a picture that draws you to it in the reading of this scripture. Just receive that word or phrase or picture. I'm about to read a passage from the first chapter of John. Jesus has begun to call his disciples. He's begun to form a band of people who will follow him, who will learn his way and live it. He has already called, prior to the text we are about to hear, he has already called Andrew and Peter, and he is about to call some more. So listen for the word or phrase or the picture that draws you to it. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, 
can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. You want to plant something in our hearts and seal it there. And so we open our hearts and our minds to you as far as we are able. Even if it's only a crack, we pray you will seep in and set your seal upon our heart. Amen. Going to stand here and look right at you. So, what struck you in this text? How did Holy Spirit catch your attention with a word or a phrase or a picture? Here's what caught my attention I have an image in my mind of Nathaniel rolling his eyes. He's just rolling his eyes. I can picture this guy, Nathaniel, when his friend comes to him and says, Hey, Nathaniel, we have found the one that Moses and all the prophets were talking about. And he is Jesus from Nazareth. I can just picture Nathaniel rolling his eyes. I can picture him muttering under his breath, to the guys he was with, or maybe out of the side of his mouth. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Perhaps he got a laugh out of his buddies for that line. In my mind's eye, Nathaniel is cool. Nathaniel isn't easily impressed. He isn't about to jump just on any bandwagon. He's not going to get excited just because someone else is excited. Nathaniel's excitement has to be earned. That isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's good to resist getting caught up in something just because others are doing it, but you already know that. Perhaps there is a bit of Nathaniel in you. 
there is a bit of Nathaniel in many Presbyterians, if the truth be told. As a group, we tend not to get caught up in things before we know and understand much about them. We tend not to get carried away just because others are buzzing or trying, trending things. Nathaniel holds back. He makes a crack about this guy from Nazareth. And the guy from Nazareth knows it. Jesus sees Nathanael, not just under the fig tree, but he sees inside his head and his heart. And despite what he sees, despite the skepticism or the cutting remark, even before Nathanael is open to Jesus, Jesus is open to him. Hey, Nathanael, come. Come be with us. Be one of us. Jesus may not like everything he sees inside Nathanael, but he understands him and he accepts him and he wants him to be part of his gang. Come and see, he says. To his credit, Nathanael comes. And it isn't long before he does see. And what does he see? He sees Jesus is not only from Nazareth, he is also from heaven. Nathanael sees marvels and wonders. How did Jesus know him before he'd ever met him? He sees that he is accepted just as he is. Sees that he is welcome to belong to this band of companions, of friends, and they are excited to have him. Nathaniel begins to see who Jesus is and what it would be like to be part of his gang. And Nathaniel wants what he is seeing. Rabbi, Lord. And Jesus says, oh, good for you, Nathaniel. But Nathaniel, you ain't seen nothing yet. Come. For the past nine months, and for many of you, for years before that, you have been coming. You have been coming to confirmation class. You have been coming to retreats. You have been coming to Sunday school or seekers. You have been coming to worship. You have been coming to do ministry projects around the church building, and to work on kingdom projects. You have come to learn, to listen, or not, and to think for yourselves, to speak for yourselves. Perhaps you, like Nathaniel, have come muttering under your breath, rolling your eyes a bit. Perhaps you have resisted getting caught up in something just because your parents or others have told you to. But you have come. And like Nathaniel, you have seen. And what have you seen? I have listened to you and heard in your own words. You have seen how things connect and begin to make sense when you look at them through the eyes of Christ. Things like 
why God created the world and how science and faith can live together in harmony. Things like how God acts in the world and why bad things happen and what does God do when they do. You have seen how God can get things done through people who believe in him. How the Holy Spirit moves in believers to do hard things and put things right. You have seen how there is strength in numbers and how when people offer what they have, whatever money they have or whatever time or talent, whatever that is, God can take it and use it and multiply it and do so much. You have seen how God has been working in the church in unseen ways that you never realized, doing things from one generation to another to keep things going. And you have seen how God will keep things going through you when you step up and pitch in and offer whatever talent you have, things will carry on. You have seen that even before you knew much about Jesus, Jesus knew you. He got you. He understood you. And he accepted you just as you are and counted you worthy to be his friend. And he's eager that you are part of his gang. At least one of you has seen that God has never abandoned you even when you could not see or feel him near, God has actually been by your side, loving you through the darkest time of your life. You have seen. The scripture says, the eyes of your heart have been enlightened. Because you came. Here's the truth. Hearing and seeing are all tied up with coming. If you want to see God's power at work in your life as you go forward, and in the life of this battered world, if you want to see signs and wonders erupting, if you want to see, to grasp, to understand the mysteries of life and death and have things make sense. If you want to see the path ahead for your life and discover adventures that await you and do things that at this moment you haven't even begun to dream of doing. If you want to see a way through the trials that lie ahead for you. See a way even when there seems to be no way. If you want to see and understand and love yourself as Jesus sees and understands and loves you, then you need, we need, to come. Come to worship like Nathaniel saying, you are the one, because it is in worship that we experience that strength in numbers you've talked about and where we find guidance and perspective and things made clearer. If you want to see, you need to come and offer your talents 
because, as Jesus said, it is in giving that we receive. And if you want to find your life, he said, you've got to give it away. You know, you have seen that when you do, you experience joy. You have hope and a good kind of pride because you are part of something bigger than yourselves. If you want to see, then you need to come to Scripture because you have noticed how God's Word connects, guides, calms, inspires, and anchors you when you do your words. If you want to see, then you need to come to God in prayer because however shy you may be to do it aloud in that circle, you have felt what happens in you and around you when you quiet yourself in prayer before God. If you want to see, then you need to come Join other disciples wherever you live, wherever you live across the planet in your years to come. Join them as Nathaniel joined Philip and James and John. For as the African proverb says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And friends, we have so very far to go in this tired world. If you want to see the heavens open and angels ascending and descending, then you need to come. Christ will be inviting you every day of your life to come and join him and his gang of his revolutionary movement of love. Keep coming, not just to church, Keep coming to Christ, this guy from Nazareth, the one from heaven. Keep coming because, friends, as much as you have seen this year, here is another truth. You ain't seen nothing yet. Amen.